0: Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak,
1: and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up
0: to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com ACAST.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we
0: eat or how hard we work out.
1: Maybe we should, for April Fool's, do an episode where we clear our throats the entire time. (laughs) Like we just make a bunch of fucking noises the
0: whole time? Yeah, like... (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) I think we just sniffed at the same time. Yeah, man. (laughs) We should do that, or we should do an episode where we don't actually say anything, despite... Saying a lot of words, you know what I mean. Oh God! Like we do an entire episode of us just being like, "So here's the thing." When you really <laughs> think about it, when you put it all in a perspective, when you look at the big picture, when you kind of take a step back, get some perspective, you know, take it all in, Um and you know, you got to think about it. You re- like when you really you get- open your mind, exactly. When you get the when you you just got to open your mind. You know, you got to. I mean you know it's you gotta you know take take a take a second take a breather um (laughs) you know really think about it when you really think about it that's what i mean you know it's like i was saying the other day it's like sometimes you just have to you know you just gotta you know you gotta look at the bigger picture you gotta think you know you gotta think like what's the plan you know what's in our wheelhouse of capability
1: and it all works out
0: Yeah, it all works out. Yeah. (laughs) Eloquent. (laughs) Like we do a whole episode like that where we never once even refer to a fucking movie.
1: I love it one one thing we could do that would be fun is just storyboarding like the worst movie ever like the whole episode we're just like creating our own movie as a storyboard
0: like like the episode is itself a movie pitch
1: yes exactly
0: not a good one (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but the like I'll pitch one or you'll pitch one and then the other one of us will just be like absolutely stoked
1: about the idea (laughs) we'll do we'll do something or do you no, have... or it'll just be a normal episode, and that is the ultimate April Fool's joke.
0: <laughs> we like label it the April Fool's episode, <laughs> episode yeah. and then it's just a normal ass episode. It's like, oh man, I went and went and saw Elvis this weekend. Oh, what was it? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like the most, but that's what we do. Is we make it like the most mundane, vanilla, like typical movie podcast. Oh yeah, ever.
1: we contribute it's... nothing to the uh...
0: yeah. Like, oh, what's your favorite movie? I like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Won some Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else won Oscars? Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Godfather. It's good.
1: <laughs> I already feel like like I'm already have a fear that we're never like going deep enough into the movies. <laughs> I'm like, God, we have to go deeper. <laughs>
0: we have to go deeper. Yeah. Ne- next next time, I mean later on this episode when we start talking about what we're actually here to talk about, um I'll, I'll keep probing you to go like, yeah, and then, and then, and, then. Yeah. and how does that make you feel? feel. <laughs> and how does that relate to the current socioeconomic situations in the United States today?
1: Yeah. I yeah. Love <laughs> well, we are, um, yeah, we're back. This we're is back. episode eight of our little series of pitching films, through, or not pitching films, but picking films for each other. Yeah. Uh, episode eight of Show Me a
0: Film. Um Yeah. Welcome back to the Fox Den Film Club, everybody. It's been a minute. Um as yeah, for I,
1: these, aside from burrowing in. As well, I guess it has been a minute since a burrowing in too.
0: Yeah. I uh so I in order to avoid COVID, um, because one of my roommates had a COVID scare, I uh, I booked a last minute flight to Massachusetts for a couple of days. And then from there, um I flew to Florida with my family. We were on a little vacation. Um, oh, cool. But you know as one does in florida i got fucking sick so
1: dude (laughs) i'm I'm not surprised that you got (laughs) sick right after going to florida
0: dude i'm amazed it wasn't covid and it was just it it was just it was so funny because you know i got home you know i unpacked kind of sat around i ate i went to bed woke up in the morning sore throat and i was just like yep yep i it was just the least surprising thing but yeah well, no shit. i guess i guess i'm lucky it wasn't worse being that it was fucking
1: that i was in disney world yeah 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 that, that, well i'm glad you're healthy now right you're not feeling sick anymore
0: no i feel fine i mean you know i, I definitely sound stuffy and you know i am been blowing my nose and sneezing and hacking and coughing but i feel totally fine it's just you know gunk whole ass gunk factory Oh, well, but that's never yeah. fun. Yeah. No, but it it was worth it to see the fam to go to Disney. Um, Disney, you know, Disney certainly owns a lot of companies, right, Mitch? Oh
1: yeah, right. <laughs> they they've been buying shit left. And yeah,
0: right. no, they've been fuck it They they own a lot of companies. You know what they don't own? Uh, I don't know. Lego. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <How you like? laughs> how you like that for fucking Dude, sec, that was a
1: fucking great transition i should Thanks, have seen man. it coming yeah, we're so, so out of the groove this is like the <laughs> snyder cut of we've been talking about this lego episode for so long
0: <laughs> everybody's just chanting on twitter like release the lego episode <laughs> yeah and then it comes out and it's fucking four hours long and <laughs> yeah, maybe one day
1: we'll have people tweeting
0: about us oh man yeah <laughs> yeah it it turns out that like i edit a bunch of things out of the episode and so everybody wants to release the mitchell cuts
1: the mitchell cuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah only one side is being recorded
0: <laughs> we release it in black and white too
1: <laughs> wait black and white audio
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. that, we, we, we tout it as the first podcast in color oh shit that'd be the first the first technicolor podcast i love it yeah but yeah so anyway um if you haven't gleaned from that little transition i had as well as the title of the fucking episode um today's topic was to show me a film show me a movie that would make a good lego video game
1: yeah you, yeah. Uh, you, you hit it right on the hammer. Hammer on oh, the you,
0: nail. <laughs> I I hit the hammer right on the hammer. You hit the hammer with the hammer. But yeah, you know, Lego Star Wars, um, I remember Lego Indiana Jones came out. Um there is a Lego Batman movie, but I've never seen it and I really do want to. Oh, dude, that movie is great. You would love Oh, it. you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. No, I've seen I've seen the OG Lego movie and i really dug it. Um yeah. so I definitely need to go see uh need to go see the rest of them but you know and now they have like you know lego harry potter um i think yeah. they have do they have lego jurassic park or am i yes, going crazy they, they do. do
1: yeah okay and they got like an open world lego underground city or whatever that's like a gta <laughs> lego game
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah lego city underground i think yeah, that's, that's what, what it's called i think yeah. <laughs> i just oh, they I also love have lego
1: them. marvel like the marvel one i've played it and it's fucking crazy it's also like open world and you can like switch between any marvel hero or villain and you play as them and they all have different powers and shit
0: dude that would have been so dope when we were kids i know man we got fucked over <laughs> i mean we got we got the original lego star wars which you know that was fucking that's untouchable i haven't played the new skywalker saga but i hear pretty good things about it yeah, me too, man. Uh, we but did have
1: Disney Ski.
0: Oh, man, dude. It's the only game we- that mattered. <laughs> it's the only game that mattered. It's half of my music taste can be traced directly back to the soundtrack <laughs> of that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, so anyways, uh we picked a film for each other that would make a good Lego video game. And uh Mitchell, you certainly picked an interesting one. Um Especially compared to mine because I was thinking along the lines of like, okay, what would make for a good game? I was definitely trying to think of like an action movie, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. something very combat focused. Um, yours is not an action movie, but no, I
1: think it would make a really good Lego game. I also think it would make a fucking
0: <laughs> incredible Lego game. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell me a little bit about it? What did you pick?
1: I chose the 1998 film Pleasantville. Directed by Gary Ross. Here is the letterbox description. Uh, the tagline is "Nothing is as simple as black and white." Hmm. Geek, geeky teenager David, who is fucking Toby Maguire. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were still reading the description (laughs) (laughs) and his popular twin sister Jennifer Reese Witherspoon gets sucked into the black and white world of a 1950s TV sitcom called Pleasantville uh, and find a world where everything is peachy and keen all the time but when Jennifer's modern attitude disrupts Pleasantville's peaceful but boring routine she literally brings color into its life so, yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of TV shows from the 50s, like, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh,
0: I Love Lucy. I Love um, Lucy, yeah. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a really fucking cool movie. There's a lot to it. There's definitely a lot I have to say about it. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's in that short list of movies where just one character is just horny all the fucking time <laughs> yeah the totally. goddamn god damn horniest <laughs> i've ever seen reese witherspoon it is incredible
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also fucking paul walker's in it yeah dude the this cast is great william h macy is in it mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah oh, i love william h macy um and then uh oh what's its name I feel so bad. I'm forgetting his name. Hold on. I'm stalling as I pull up the letterbox. Um, Jeff Daniels, who plays the owner of like the soda shop. Um, Yeah. He actually has one of the cooler plot lines. He has a really cool plot line. I really dug his character. Um, but yeah, no Pleasantville really, really interesting movie. Um, it has a lot to say. Um, you know, I feel like it tries to tackle a lot of themes. Um, I mean, you know, obviously you hear a film about, you know, being transported from modern day into this 50s, idyllic Americana, Pleasantville. Um, you know, you, you you can already tell that, you know, individualism is going to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I feel like it kind of has themes of just, you know, like race and segregation and a lot of ties to... McCarthyism and you know the whole red scare and it felt surprisingly poignant
1: to watch today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it has a-, a lot of relevance for for being like almost over 20 years old it still feels very relevant.
0: Oh yeah, right? no it it feels like it could have very easily came out like, you know, 2016 or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know, I really like it. I think I mean, I loved it from the beginning until about the end. I just think that like the direction they went with it at the beginning was more about like the TV. There's a there's a character who's like a TV repair person, mm. and he seems like the like villain
0: in a way. Yeah. So like the way that Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire um get transported into this sitcom world is be is from like the TV repair man who just inexplicably shows up and gives him a mysterious remote like the click remote yeah
1: <laughs> Oh
0: god! you know that's what we do for April Fools is just click. an entire episode where we just talk about click I love it yeah. but we go like we just make all these like super contrived and like convoluted points about it and just you know equate it to like all these other historical works of art
1: <laughs> just like
0: oh yeah you know it's like when Michelangelo was painting the Sistine Chapel <laughs> But um, he was painting it with a remote exactly yeah if mm. michelangelo was adam sandler and instead of a paintbrush <laughs> it was a tv remote
1: <laughs> that's gold man yeah
0: but yeah anyway um yeah so this tv repairman kind of sends them into this world and i totally agree with you it kind of seems like the movie gives hints of like you know he wants them in this world almost for himself like he's trying to create this perfect tv program and reese witherspoon toby Maguire, are like the perfect pieces that he needs to finally complete it and then his character just kind of fucks doesn't off. yeah he's just kind of <laughs> yeah And toby Maguire, you know he ends up kind of liking being in the world so toby Maguire is like hey fuck off and then the guy kind of just just goes and fucks off uh, <laughs> so it's like oh i thought you know this was gonna kind of you know come back to bite them and he yeah. would be the main antagonist of the movie so it yeah no it definitely the whole third act kind of feels both like out of the blue but also very predictable at the same time because of mm-hmm. that let me get into the
1: reasons why i think it works for a video game like a lego game Oh yeah, no. Tell me about that. What have you got? Like one hundred percent. First off, it's definitely rated like PG or like or like E. Like oh yeah, it's, no. Maybe E yeah. ten at E ten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe for the sexual content, it would have a lot of sexual <laughs> innuendos.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They, like they're all these all the kids, you know, they take their Cadillacs up to the place called Lover's, Lover's Lane. Lake, yeah, yeah. yeah and lane, it's like yeah. maybe in the video game, like they would just smooch and then the male characters would do that thing where they like have hard eyes fly out of. Yeah. yeah, And then they kind of like swoon
1: and fall over and faint.
0: And then the girls look at the camera
1: and shrug like what's a girl to do. I think that's what makes Lego games so fucking funny and charming is that there Mm -hmm. is no audio. Like they don't actually talk most of the games oh my god yeah they just like, like look at the camera and they're like they do funny shit <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no like
0: i mean you know even lego star wars it's like how they are able to pull that off it's fucking genius man it's yeah. good storytelling
1: um, and then i think paint like coloring the world is something that could be like the collectible or like like there yeah. be puzzle. The, the lego games always have like puzzles so like you have to like do stuff to color the things or to like to inspire because every uh small spoiler i don't think it's that big of a deal but like every person has a different thing that will like turn them color to color like in this black and white world so it's like it's not all about the sex
0: yeah it's kind of you know no pun intended when they show their true colors yeah is when the characters turn like physically like actually visually from black and white to being in color um yeah so yeah no that'd be a really cool idea if like you would walk down main street and there'd be like a bunch of unfinished Lego pieces. Mm-hmm. And like you gradually collected all the pieces. And then once you built them all up, they turned from black and white into color. Once yeah, they became man, it. you're getting it. Yeah, no, I definitely, I was, I was very intrigued as to why you picked this movie. But as soon as they got transported to Pleasantville, I was like, oh yeah, this would slap.
1: Yeah. I think it's an open world of like you're in Pleasantville and it has the same thing in the fucking movie. When you go down the street you like teleport to the other side like that <laughs> yeah. shit would happen in the game and it would be canon exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, it's,
0: it's like you walk down main street long enough you get right back to main street yeah and, exactly. you know there's nothing outside of pleasantville yeah um, oh yeah no that would <laughs> that would totally work that would be really cool and I, I mean you know games that play with color are just perfect too
1: mm, yeah like that kirby one right there's some kirby game that came out a couple years ago or last year Oh, man. I
0: mean, I knew know a new Kirby game just came out, but I unfortunately have not played it. Um, oh, yeah, where you can, like, eat a car. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that would be cool to do, like, a Lego game that's a crossover with other video games. Oh, that would know I mean? be sick. Like, they have Lego Mario sets. Why not just make a straight-up Lego Mario game? that would be
1: really cool that's a good idea it would be really fucking cool the more i think about it just now i'm like damn that would be a really good idea shit or it could just be an item that mario gets
0: oh like like he hits a block and like a little lego brick comes out and when he hits it he turns into lego mario and you like build shit to like get over platforms and stuff or like man dude i hope i hope somebody in the games industry is listening to this this is gold
1: oh we're already pitching on it we, we need to say some fucking we gotta you gotta sign an audio nda these are our ideas <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, everything we've just said
0: is the property of fox and film club and fox and film club alone Um, don't don't share this episode with anybody don't tell anybody about it in fact just stop listening now just turn it off
1: yeah like you don't have to make a lego game on these big franchise movies listen take Mm -hmm. something from 1998 pleasantville (laughs) you know the guy who
0: directed hunger games go go see one of his earlier cinematic (laughs)
1: efforts (laughs) yeah toby mcguire's in it you already like spider-man mm-hmm It's just like Spider-Man out of his costume. Yeah. Old Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's real life. Spider-Man. Real life. Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) I I was the whole movie. I was searching really hard for like something that could be interpreted as a Spider-Man, like (laughs) not a reference because it was before those movies, but something that would like foreshadow him becoming Spider-Man.
1: That's amazing
0: to see if they were in the same universe. Yeah, just to see, you know, if the universe just knew. Yeah. Um, have you seen Under the Silver Lake? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, uh, so with Andrew Garfield it, with Andrew it. Garfield, yeah, and he was also Spider-Man. So there's like a little bit in the movie where like he gets a comic book stuck to his hand and he tries to get it off, but he can't because it's stuck. Yeah, and it's, yeah. <laughs> and he
1: kind of I think he looks at the camera like, "Hey, yo." <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Dude, yeah. So I guess those are like my video game reasons. We can get back mm-hmm. into the more movie themes and things. It's just like it goes in and as it, the plot just leads to this like... I don't know. I was fucking loving the movie until that last leg where they just like, oh, it's all about race or like segregation. Yeah. It's like, we don't like colors.
0: And I'm like... Yeah, it felt like... I mean, you know, I'm definitely down for a movie to try and tackle shit like that. Yeah. But it felt like... It's too predictable yeah it felt super predictable it felt really on the nose like mm-hmm. oh there's the good people who are black and white and then the bad people who are in color and then we don't want them here it's it, it felt like it kind of like the movie was just so inventive and then the whole third act just kind of went for like the lowest hanging fruit exactly it like, yeah it's, it's like you know i think a movie's like baby driver if that are like Also wicked inventive. But they kind of stick the landing and kind of just keep coming up with thing after thing after thing up right up until the very end. Yeah. Whereas this kind of was just like it had a really solid first act, had an even better second act, but then it was just like, Okay, we'll have like the intern finish writing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we'll have like the sophomore in high school who just watched To Kill a Mockingbird in class. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, like, I was trying to think before we recorded, like, how would how would you want to end it if we want to give it that killer third act? Oh, and this that's is what, what we would do for the Lego game. Oh, that's kids, a good kids question. can't understand segregation yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I. Well, see, I I don't know. I kind of liked like almost the, um, you know, because there's like that book burning scene when they're burning all the books and it's like, you mm-hmm. know, that's also kind of heavy handed, but it kind of starts to get into like just like a whole, basically an allegory for conservative, bleh, conservatism. What the fuck? I can't say that word. Conservativism <laughs> yeah. versus, versus progressivism um, and kind of, you know, it just, it it felt like, eerily poignant to exactly what the fuck is happening at this very moment. Especially, you know, in the wake of Roe v. Wade being turned over the other day. Yeah. So it's like, like it just felt so eerily timely. And I was kind of hoping they would explore that a little bit more. So I would have liked to see, you know, just kind of not a civil war, but just Mm -hmm. kind of see these, you know, the black and white people and the Technicolor people kind of just kind of grow further and further and further apart. And then from there you can have an ending, you know, that's either like positive and optimistic where they kind of realize like, Oh, it's kind of like a horseshoe and we agree on a lot more than you think we do or. Okay. Yeah. Like a a bigger conflict, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, they have to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. 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 Or, you know, you could have a more pessimistic ending, which would be, I don't know. They, uh, <laughs> i don't know it breaks into all-out war and then the very end of the movie becomes like an action movie where reese witherspoon and toby Maguire have to like you know run across town through all this fighting to try and get out of the tv oh i like um, that yeah yeah or i don't think i don't think that would be as good um a really dark yeah.
1: ending where everything turns back to black and white too
0: it's like exact. Movies. Exactly, yeah. it turns back to black and white and everybody thinks they're happy but then at yeah. the very last moment right before the movie ends, just like The Graduate, they're kind of like, oh hey, wait a minute and then it just cuts to black
1: Oh shit, man <laughs> That's cold
0: Yeah, so I mean, you know <laughs> I'm definitely I, I I, really, I mean, now more than ever, I really appreciate movies with happy endings, but I just, I cannot make them myself <laughs> I I try, but it's just, it's not natural for me.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, What
0: about about you? Did you have, like, a specific idea of how you would want it to end?
1: Um, let's see. I was thinking maybe, like, something with them kind of realizing. I guess they do realize they're not from that world, but, like, turning on them. And, like you were saying, they have to kind of escape back to the real world. Um, Oh, like, the townspeople realize that, like, something's off about reese and uh toby yeah or they find out that like if they stay there too long like the whole show is gonna get canceled or something like that
0: oh Um, that would be such a good plot idea uh, like thanks like like there's like a commercial like while you're watching pleasantville there's like a commercial that says like oh it's gonna be canceled but like in Pleasantville, in the world, like that commercial presents itself as like a like a giant thing in the sky. Yeah. And they're like, oh
1: my God, we're going to be canceled <laughs> unless we return to normal or something like that.
0: Yeah. Like we we little... have to get the ratings back, and to mm-hmm. get the ratings back, we need to kick out all this new shit that's going on with the arrival of Toby and Reese, or they're
1: dead forever. Yeah.
0: Exactly. The show getting canceled is like them dying. Yeah. God, that's a
1: good fucking idea, man. <laughs> Something like that would have been cool, but yeah, I appreciate the compliment. But yeah, dude, we don't get paid the big bucks yet. No, nope, no, nope, <laughs> we
0: should. I mean, have you been fucking listening? <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah. So that's Pleasantville. Um, yeah, really I think good movie. We've talked
1: about it enough to yeah. move on here.
0: Yeah, definitely want to move on, but I also do want to say, um, you know, there's, it's definitely like a really cool subgenre of movie where like you know it's oh, kind yeah. of it's kind of like this idyllic americana style like paradise but is it really you know what i mean it's like americana with an asterisk at the end
1: yeah um, yeah
0: and so i mean watching it you know i all i could think about was you know american beauty um blue velvet for sure um even twin peaks um and then there's this also there's this other really good movie called Far from heaven um that's just kind of the same thing. It's like, oh perfect nineteen fifties like nuclear family everything's great, but is it really you know so it's like it's interesting how often that movies like that seem to come up,
1: yeah, I thought you were gonna go in the direction of more like just movies where you go into like a different world or like go entering a video game or entering a TV or like things like that. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, Yeah. no, that's, that's absolutely a thing. Oh my God. Um, Have you
1: seen the purple rose of Cairo?
0: Yes, I have. Yeah. I totally didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. One of my favorites. It's so funny. Yeah. And I mean, all the actors are like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mitchell,
0: I hate that. Like you just brought up this really valid point. And this really cool observation, and I'm about to follow it up with the sentence, oh, yeah, just like Fat Albert. <laughs> Albert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one where he comes out of the TV. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, because you do have things where the people are coming out, people are coming in. That would have <laughs> been cool, too, if they brought someone back to their world in Pleasantville, you know, if they could somehow get the whole entire, like, town or all the colors <laughs> If they like that, could have been interesting be like, fine, oh, yeah, fuck em. let them like here. Yeah, instead
0: of bringing like technicolor people into a black and white world, they bring a black and white person into a technicolor world, and then they mm-hmm. see like you know, like kids smoking cigarettes in the schoolyard, and they start to freak out, and every flower they touch starts to wilt and turn black and oh, white. Jesus, like Thanos <laughs> snapping, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is Man. Dude, we could make a whole Pleasantville cinematic universe out of
1: this. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shit.
0: But yeah, no, it would definitely be it would
1: definitely be an uh an upgrade. Mm. Get oh, it? Uh, oh I Get was it. gonna make a little transition saying that like Pleasantville okay, well, is like half sci-fi, and then like, but you know mm-hmm. it because you know it is. It's not. I don't know. Upgrades a little more sci-fi, but yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. You know what's more
0: sci fi than this movie? This other movie. <laughs> this other movie's sci fi.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, man, upgrade.
1: Upgrade. Let's get Up- it. Yeah, so let it's me. It's been uh, a minute since I watched it. And um, I, I do I was remember say, a
0: lot of it. I would yeah. say it's been even longer since I watched it. I was hoping to get the time to rewatch it, but I was not, unfortunately. But um, upgrade, it's from 2018. And you might be hearing that in thinking like oh what it just came out yeah see that's the thing is that this movie really really flew under everybody's radar Mm. that year and i feel like half of it is because it's like you know it's it's another action movie and i feel like it's kind of like a a genre that's very saturated so it's kind of easy for like oh just another action movie to kind of fall into the radar and then I feel like the other thing is, like, 2018, we had some fucking heavy hitters come out that year, mm. man. I'm looking at my my ranked list right now. I mean, we've got fucking... Uh, we've got Roma. We've got Climax. We've got Spider-Verse. Uh, we've got Annihilation. Um, we got Mid-90s. We got Shoplifters. Oh,
1: yeah. We got I just Burning, saw something with Sunny in it.
0: Yeah, We got fucking Hereditary. Um And then, I don't know if I said First Man, but First Man, um, you know, Cam came out, Isle of Dogs came out, uh, Black Klansman came out. It was a good Um, year. It was a really good year. Not as good as 2017. I still think 2017 was one of the better years um, of the past decade. But case in point, it really flew under everybody's radar, which is too bad because it's a really good and I think really fucking original um, action movie, which, you know you don't tend to see quite as often nowadays. But yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, upgrade in 2018 directed by Lee Whannell. He directed um, <laughs> the new invisible man with uh, Elizabeth Moss. Um, oh, and he also directed Insidious three. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and he, uh, I don't know if he co-directed, but he co-wrote the original saw.
1: Oh shit. Yeah That's and cool. so
0: yeah so he's been a writer on like a bunch of the saw movies and shit like that. So it's like, you know, it's a guy, you know, Lee Winell's the shit. He knows what he's doing. Um and the tagline is not man, not machine, more. Yeah. Um what do you think of that? I mean I I, I mean it's an apt description, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I I feel like they kind of could have found something a little bit more clever. Yeah, but um <laughs> I think it's probably because they spent all their creativity on the movie because I thought the movie is really creative. Um, So it's about a brutal mugging leaves Gray Trace paralyzed in the hospital and his beloved wife dead. A billionaire inventor soon offers Trace a cure, an artificial intelligence implant called STEM that will enhance his body. Now able to walk, Gray finds that he also has superhuman strength and agility, skills he uses to seek revenge against the thugs who destroyed his life and so you know that's it's it's a pretty tight plot you know guy gets into a fucked up accident there's this eccentric billionaire inventor kind of you know elon musk tony stark (laughs) type guy um who just you know it's like a monkey's paw thing it's like okay he can walk again but he also has superhuman abilities oh let's go get revenge is revenge worth it so you know it's a, it's you know standard tight plot, but I thought it
1: was really cool, and I thought it was a really fun action movie. Yeah, I also thought it was fun. I mean, I think I think one aspect that makes the movie really good is he can't control it at all times, kind of like Venom. It very mm-hmm. much reminded me of Venom, um, mm-hmm. where yeah, it kind of just takes over. And I unfortunately
0: I have not seen Venom. Um, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it. What's it like? Actually, no. It's kind of funny that you say it reminds you of Venom because Venom is Tom Hardy. Oh uh, yeah, the guy in this movie is not Tom Hardy, despite looking just, just fucking like, like Tom it. Hardy. Like I don't know about you guys, but if you're if you're if you're uh, if you're near internet right now, Google Logan Marshall Green, um, and you will see a picture that looks like tom hardy but is in fact not tom hardy Yeah, it's logo (laughs) martian green um yeah no it, it it's it's the resemblance is beyond striking um but i think he does like a really good job too like i don't think um his agents picked him for this movie and were like okay just pretend to be like walmart brand tom hardy like he does a really fucking good job he's really funny and Yeah,
1: he's cool. He's kind of like a rugged uh, anti-tech character, and he doesn't. Yeah, uh, he works on cars, and like everyone's using uh, like self-driving cars, and he's like, Mm ah, fuck that! I'm gonna keep driving my my Mustang or something. I forget what he. Yeah,
0: exactly. A very kind of blue-collar, down and dirty type guy in this kind of polished, hyper modern AI-controlled world. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm sure you can. I mean, even if you haven't seen the movie and you're just listening to this, I'm sure you can figure out the reasons why I chose this movie to be a good Lego game, because um, you know, I think it would be fucking rad. It would be really cool to, you know, kind of be this character who gets all these like enhancements to his body and, you know, like in the game, they could be actual like, you know, Lego parts built onto him. Yeah, <laughs> you know what cool. I mean like yeah, and you're of,
1: literally like upgrading in ex- in the game exactly. your skill points and stuff
0: exactly so yeah. instead of his muscles just getting bigger it's like little little lego pieces like snapping themselves onto his biceps and shit yeah, um, that's pretty cool and i think it'd be a that. cool mechanic too to kind of like have all this power but have it be something that he you don't actually 100 percent fully control
1: Yeah, it would be cool if the game kind of takes over at points and you're fighting back to the game, like against the game. Maybe it's like a button masher that comes up every few minutes or like something like that. Yeah, maybe even something deeper than that. I don't, I mean, I don't know how you'd formulate that,
0: but yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you're instead of it being player versus enemy, it's player versus player, but that player is yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, yeah, no, it definitely. It take a lot of thinking to develop something like that. And I mean, this is just kind of an idea that I'm coming up with as we speak. No. So this unfortunately is like the,
1: the in real time brainstorming. This is like I, how the best pitches, you know, for games yeah, or movies. Yeah. This is the shit we should be getting paid for. I <laughs> <laughs> just go
0: clock back in at work. And then when they <laughs> ask me, like, oh, what did you do between the hours of nine and ten PM? I'd be like, uh, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> believe me it was worth
1: it yeah i love it the uh what's it called sorry i just blanked but yeah i mean i think it would would you consider it like an open world version or would there be levels how would you do it
0: i think it would be better in levels um Mm -hmm. i mean you know this is going to go pretty deep into game design instead of movies but you know i feel like a lot of games are trying too hard to be open world right now um I think, you know, I think just games work best when there's some sort of structure. And even, like, the best open-world games, like, the way they have you navigate them and the way they have you interact with them is based on kind of, like, an invisible amount of structure that's there, even though you don't think it is. Yeah, like, Elden Ring has that, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, like, Elden... It's Yeah, it's open-world. But, like you know there's a lot of like illusion of freedom there yeah
1: every environment is so different and they're loading the next environment as you're like running through them yeah
0: exactly so it's like it's like is it an open world game or is it like a game with just a really glorified like overworld you know what i yeah. mean it's because like it's it. like you know you think of like the og crash games where it's like you have that little room and you're just like, you know, going to all the di- choosing the different levels from there. It's like where is the line between that and open world? Cuz you know, a, I think it's a it's a deeper question for another day. It's a really
1: deep question I like
0: it <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I I'd, I'd like to do something with video games one day. I think that would be cool. I'd love to yeah. you know, get to know more about development. It's just, you know, I I never really pursued that path because I'm definitely not like a graphic designer <laughs> um yeah.
1: and well, speaking ser- of like video game movies i've been have you played the quarry
0: the no i have not but i'm I, definitely interested in it. did
1: you play it i have it yeah it's pretty fun i haven't finished it yet me and katie play it every now and then oh, we're just like working yeah. our way through it but it's, it's interesting it's cool
0: and so that's like one of those games where it's like basically you're playing through a very cinematic like movie essentially right
1: yes it does have a movie mode where you can just literally just watch it as a movie oh so you don't yeah. even have to like <laughs> you don't even have to play it you can just put on the movie mode oh that's really cool and there's like you can choose like what <laughs> endings you want like there's one called like everyone survives there's another one that's like half survive stuff like that yeah oh that's wicked fucking interesting you get to choose the ending you want yeah so like it's one of those games where you could play it over and over again you're ideal you're trying to keep everyone alive but you can mm-hmm. I've accidentally killed a few people <laughs> you know as you do <laughs> yeah you make decisions and the decisions impact your impact the game and the ending yeah that's that's fucking that's really cool so what's the actual gameplay like um so you're like watching like a trailer Like it feels like you're watching like a video game trailer or like a, a cut scene. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then usually during the cut scenes, uh, there are like obstacles that randomly pop up. So like one of the characters could be running from the, uh, the scary shit <laughs> and like there will be a, it'll like zoom in and slow the game down on a branch and it's like quickly oh, yeah. swipe, swipe down.
0: OK, so it's kind of like quick time events
1: like. Yeah, that. but you also don't have to like sometimes the right decision is not swiping down.
0: Or like pur- oh. purposely
1: not doing it and stuff like oh that.
0: so if you don't fucking hit the button in time and the character trips and falls and hits their head it's a continuation yeah. of the plot instead of yeah. just
1: game over instead of game over yeah it now continues from that decision oh that's it, fucking cool man and then there are parts where you do like walk around with your flashlight and you find evidence and you find uh and the evidence can help you later on like if you find evidence like some of, it's really hidden things so, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, really look around to find stuff. Um, and then, what else is there? There's a... I don't know, like, but also some of the decisions don't really matter. Like, one of the characters threw their phone to me, and I just fucking let it fall. Like, I didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like,
0: <laughs> like, it was like, here, catch, and you just <laughs>
1: stood there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, you can fuck around on it. It's fun. Those oh, types that's- of games are cool. So, maybe that is how you fight in the... Uh, in upgrade like fighting yourself is those types of actions like you have to go very fast
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so it's very reactionary and then there's moments where you can choose inaction instead yeah there's
1: those lego lego reactionary fights you know because the scenes (laughs) in upgrade you got like that were fucking crazy fight scenes oh yeah Um, yeah no crazy camera work too
0: and like not in like a gimmicky way either it's just like I don't know, there's just, there's so much camera movement in here that, you know, I mean, I could describe for you all night long, but you really just got to go watch it. It's just like, it's just a lot of shit where you're like, man, when was the last time I watched a movie and had a mo- moment when they're like, oh,
1: fuck, like, I've never seen them do that before. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really good movie. I think, I don't know, if, my only complaint maybe is that, like, they played too hard on, like, his hipsterness. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I
0: get that that's kind of like the basis of his character, but it did feel like a little bit like,
1: oh, uh, computers. <laughs> yeah, like phone we get bad, it. phone bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it was relayed pretty easily. Like they could have relayed it without as many like hints at it. You know, they yeah from the beginning yeah. you can kind of tell already. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I mean, movies like that in general. It's actually funny you
0: say that because. One of my favorite movies of the past year, um, no relation, but it was called Mitchell's Versus the Machines.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Have you one. seen Mitchell's Versus the Machines? Yeah, it's crazy, wacky animations. Very oh, distracting. I,
0: but- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking adore that movie. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think it's one of the few movies I've seen that like, you know, kind of tackle technology and like the pros and cons of it without kind of uh, getting to that point of like corniness and like stereotypical like oh phones are terrible computers are awful you know what i mean like yeah yeah that and um honestly i think i probably said the same actually i know i said the same exact thing about uh this movie a while ago in one of the episodes but we're all going to the world's fair um mm, yeah that, w- that was another good movie that kind of tackled like what technology means wait to i gotta us. kill a spider this thing's fucking gnarly <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit
1: bro where is this fucking thing
0: oh fuck did you lose it
1: fuck off
0: Are you fu- you're fucking
1: battling with I this thing right you now Jake. man I'm killing spider <laughs> hold on god I got him Jesus, dude. That was nasty. (laughs) That was
0: a that was a whole ass cutscene that Mitchell just had there.
1: Holy shit. He's just fucking Spider-Man roping down from the ceiling right in front of me.
0: Oh god. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I took him out though. All good, all good. Um, do you guys have a lot of house spiders up there in Vermont?
1: Um, not too many. I mean, I see them every now and then, but yeah. yeah,
0: that's one thing I really like about LA is that, like, you know, while there are like you know tarantulas and shit in the desert, like there are less house spiders. You know, what I yeah, mean? <laughs> <laughs> like especially compared to living in the fucking woods in New England, there there's much less, if not any, moments where you just wake up and there's a spider on your wall, fucking looking at you. Yeah, you really don't like spiders, right? I fucking hate spiders. I'm. I'm de- I definitely am getting over it um, mm-hmm. like like now it's at the point where it's like it's only certain spiders that bug me okay that's cool like like I don't like the huge ones obviously like I don't like tarantulas and shit um, but for like smaller spiders it's like the long like skinny ones I don't like oh like daddy long legs no not like daddy long legs um have you ever seen a wolf spider
1: uh let me go over it real quick the one i just killed was red and thin red weird. yeah he was fucking red
0: bro that was a main character in a fucking animated movie i've <laughs> never
1: i've never heard of a red spider wolf spiders are crazy where the hell are you seeing wolf spiders in massachusetts
0: i i've never seen one in massachusetts. Oh, Okay, actually no i probably saw one in my basement i don't know if you remember like Remember, like the back door in the basement would always have like bugs on it because they would yeah. see the light. Yeah, I've seen, oh, some, yeah. I've seen some fucking crazy freaks of nature on that window. But um, I I saw a couple wolf spiders in zoos. Um, oh shit! Yeah, and those are the spiders I really don't like—the ones that are like really long and skinny, not like daddy long legs though.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've uh, with how many hours we've probably spent hanging out, I've probably killed a spider for you
0: oh you've done i know for a fact you've killed spider for me <laughs> i i i have i have a vivid memory of one time uh, when we're all just hanging out and then i just like ran up the stairs and <laughs> i think you and i don't know whoever else we were hanging out where we were just like what 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 and i was like oh, okay there's a spider and you guys are like
1: okay we'll just fuck it up
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah my boys they got my back and fuck them up for me <laughs> shit man cool Yeah, well, Um, I'm glad you survived that battle because that sounded fucking intense.
1: I thought I got him and then I guess I didn't. And then I saw him (laughs) running on. Well, then I thought he was on my hand and he wasn't (laughs) and he
0: was on the coaster. All I could. I'm so excited for you to hear the playback of that because it's just it sounds like you're literally just like recklessly swinging a bat around (laughs) your apartment. Just hoping you'll hit it. Oh, no, that's fucking Uh, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we have some time to talk about some other stuff real Yeah.
0: Quick. I mean, I definitely do want to ask the question. Um
1: Oh yeah, the double feature.
0: Yeah. Do you think Pleasantville and upgrade would work as a double feature? Um
1: uh, I uh, would give it like a like out of a scale <laughs> on a Likert scale from one to ten, maybe like mm-hmm. a six. Oh wow, that's high. Yeah, I think, like, you could do it. I don't think it's, like, necessary. Um,
0: Yeah. Um, Well, the question I really want to ask, and I agree with you, I don't really think it would work for a double feature. It would kind of be like, it it would be like a coincidental double feature. Like, oh, I'm going to watch a movie. And then it ends and it's like, oh, it's, it's still kind of early. I'm going to watch another movie. Yeah. Like I wouldn't like bill it and like sell tickets. To, like everybody come see
1: the Pleasantville upgrade double feature. That's kind of what I did tonight. I watched two movies that have absolutely nothing to do with each other. <laughs> One of them was Minions I saw. Yes. <laughs> what
0: well, did you What did you follow up Minions with? What did you
1: chase down Minions with? Well, no, I watched The Black Phone, got home with my friend, and my girlfriend, and we watched Minions, so we, we all shit. three of us went to the black phone, and then we came home. we were like, because we're talking about you. Hear about this IHOP thing? The IHOP thing. So uh, hold on. So the new Minion movie is coming out tomorrow. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And IHOP is going to have the Minion special menu. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell,
0: I'm so glad you warned me because IHOP is my favorite fucking restaurant. And there's like a good chance that I would end up at an IHOP like within the (laughs) next week, and then just be bombarded with minions. So let me read
1: this to you. The the, okay, so it says, "Eat like the minions with our exclusive new menu. Go ba ba bananas for pudding (laughs) pancakes." (laughs) Or enjoy a despicably good steak burger. The choice is yours, but order soon. The menu won't last long. So we've got the Baba Banana Pudding Pancake, Ultimate Pancake and Sausage Combo. That's two (laughs) pancake, two banana pancakes with creamy banana pudding, fresh banana slices, Nilla wafer cookie pieces, whipped toppings, and Minions sprinkles. Three strips of bacon, three pork sausages, two eggs, and golden hash brown. Fucking America.
0: Not gonna lie, that sounds pretty fucking good.
1: (laughs) Oh, dude, there's more. You got the Cinnamonion ultimate bacon and sausage combo. (laughs) (laughs) Seven donut holes tossed with cinnamon sugar and drizzled with cream cheese icing, three strips of bacon, three pork sausages. Two eggs and golden hash browns. And then we've got the Bubba Banana Pudding Pancakes. Gold <laughs> bananas with four banana pancakes topped with creamy banana pudding. Fresh banana slices, nilla wafers, cookie pieces, whipped topping, and minion sprinkles. <gasps> the mischievous <laughs> minion junior. <laughs> this is the best ad read ever. Oh, right? oh, there's also Gru's Evil Steak Burger a black angus steak burger with sauteed jalapenos it's probably like well done <laughs> onions <laughs> bacon pepper jack cheese sharp cheddar sharp cheddar mac and cheese and mayonnaise served with your choice of a side jesus christ dude and then this what i actually kind of do want to get is the cold brew iced coffee ooh, ooh. dude i the don't know the cold brew We're going to go into the IHOP and then we're going to go see the new Minion movie.
0: (laughs) We're going to, we're going to fit. God, this sounds like a fucking ad read. Like, yeah, we're going to go to IHOP and eat our delicious (laughs) Minions meal and then go see the new movie Minions releasing only in theaters January or July 1st. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, it's going to be big. We're not doing it tomorrow, but we're going to do it soon. Oh,
0: that's so fucking funny. I actually, so you know how they had like, you know, the Travis Scott meal,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, and now they
0: have like the Jack Harlow meal at KFC. Um if there were to ever be a Jake Quinn meal, um oh, and this is, is actually it? this is actually something that I ironed out over the past week uh when I was in Florida <laughs> with my sister, uh the Jake Quinn meal would be at IHOP. It would be the strawberry banana pancake. Or sorry, strawberry banana french toast. Okay. Um crispy bacon with extra bacon. Okay. A uh, crispy hash brown and scrambled eggs with American cheese. That sounds pretty good. What's the yep. drink? Uh iced coffee. Oh,
1: iced coffee, nice.
0: Yeah, that that. that that would be that would be the Jake Quinn meal. That's the Jake Quinn special. Like whenever I go to IHOP, I just I get the same fucking thing. I like it. I fucking love IHOP, man.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, IHOP is good. I I think I don't know what I would do for an IHOP. Maybe McDonald's I would do like I don't know. I like doing just two cheeseburgers with no ketchup, right? Yeah, I don't like ketchup on. I my think burgers.
0: we honestly. I think we talked about this on an episode once. <laughs>
1: Maybe we did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I think we talked about like, oh, if there was like a Jake Quinn meal, if there's a Mitchell O'Neill meal, like, what would it be? But honestly, just saying that now, Mitchell O'Neill meal, Mitchell
1: O'Neil meal kind of has a good ring to it yeah it does i kind of but i'm kind of against it because like fucking this guy on tiktok have you heard of kyle shealy i
0: don't think i i might have seen him but i don't recognize the name
1: he did this stupid fucking thing where he like made it seem like he he like made it seem like he went and did like printed out a big ass poster of himself and like took photos of himself and like did this separate to the company have you heard of come and go yes yeah, yeah. So he did like he was like, I'm gonna put this poster of myself in this come and go, and it's gonna be the Kyle Sheely Mealy. and it's uh, like his. And then then he never said it was an ad on TikTok, and then it went viral, and then it came out from like an interview that the company come and go did that it was a real fucking promotion, mm-hmm. and everyone <laughs> roasted the guy online. It was so fucked up. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, no, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do that. So, yeah, like the O'Neill meal with the Sheely meal, it just reminds me too much of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. He puts a sour taste in my mouth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what won't put a sour taste in your mouth? The Jake Quinn meal, now available at IHOP near
1: you. Jake Quinn meal does sound pretty bussin'. So maybe I do get that shit. But wait, you know what real else? quick, I wanted to talk about the black phone.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You told me you were going to give me like a little quick review because I mean, so I have I have a long weekend this weekend. Um, re- oh, lucky enough cool. to have Monday off. Um, and because I've been gone for the past couple weeks, I have a lot of movies that I need to see this weekend. Um, nice. Let me let me pull up. And so because of that, I'm kind of on the fence about seeing the black phone because um, yeah you gotta go there you gotta sit down and watch it and you gotta, like, yeah go. and it's and it's just like if I were to see another movie this weekend I would literally like have to go see it at like noon or some <laughs> shit um, but I'm gonna go see Marcel the Shell with Shoes On
1: when does that come um, out?
0: I think it's out, I don't know if it's out in your area yet, it oh, might okay. just be showing in like New York and LA right now I might just have to check my LA privilege Um I could go see that I got to go see Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Um, okay. Got to see Watcher with Michael Monroe. Um, Going to go see Elvis, because I really fuck with Boz Lerman's uh, Great Gatsby, so I'm going to go see Elvis.
1: And Tom Hanks is in that, right?
0: I believe so, yeah. Yeah, t- he's the manager. Oh, yeah, um, cool. I got to go see RRR, which is a... I think it's a Bollywood movie. I don't know if it's an Indian movie or Bollywood movie. I'm not sure what the difference is, but... Um it's apparently it's fucking incredible and I've been hearing a lot of really good things about it, so I'm gonna go see that. And then two movies I missed while they were in theaters um were Pleasure, um, which I think was distributed by Neon. Um, and it's mm-hmm. about just kind of like an up and coming porn star.
1: And oh, you know cool.
0: you know me, I'm all about that sex positive shit. So I gotta go see that. So it's like that. boogie nights? Um, yeah, boogie nights, but more about like
1: modern day. I thought you were going to say Boogie Nights, but gay or gayer. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> You're just like, like whoa, Pitching Jake? that in like a boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> hear um, me out. Boogie Nights, but gayer. <laughs>
0: Everybody <laughs> stands up and claps and throws <laughs> like bags of money at me. Oh, um, but yeah, I got to go see that. And then I got to go see Vortex, which is a Gaspar Noé movie which is the guy who did uh, Climax. He did Enter the Void. He oh, did sick. Irreversible. He did Love. Um, he made a movie about dementia, and it's oh, starring fuck. director Dario Argento, the guy who did the OG Suspiria, is oh, acting in it. That's cool. Yeah, so that's just going to be a wild and probably painful ride. So that's my list for the weekend. So with that in mind, sell me on black phone
1: um you know i think or so don't I think with don't sell me just tell me what you think of it i think horror gets a bad rep like unless it's uh like what's his name who's the guy we both really like you love ari him? aster yeah Arya unless it's ari aster like horror <laughs> just always gets fucking shat on yeah uh, the genre as a whole and mm. so i think this is one of the more creative and like unique horror movies uh, okay is kind of what i will say i mean it's got really cool concept Uh, the filming style works for it it's got this kind of like gritty like uh i was thinking about today like what it reminds me of fuck did you ever see sinister sinister uh i have but it doesn't it's not gonna feel like that
0: okay well i was gonna say was like i remember seeing sinister and really digging it and thinking Mm it was you know pretty inventive um especially because when it came out it was probably like 2011 or some shit like that and that was during a really bad time for horror. And I yeah. remember thinking how creative it was back then. And this is the same guy who directed it, Scott Derrickson. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I I, definitely bet he's trying
1: something new. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it's new, but it is still creative. You know, it's got like, okay. a, it's I don't know. There are things that are like left up in the air and you're like, it doesn't need an answer. And it's cool. It kind of leaves it like, it uh, so yeah, keeps you wondering, you know, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. See, that's something I really liked. Do you ever see the movie?
0: Don't breathe. Um, is that the one where they like rob a blind guy's house? Yeah. But then they get like stuck in the house and then yeah. you know, actually, you know what? I think we saw that together. We probably did. I uh, think it's we... probably been a minute though. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was 2016. So I was probably like home from college. We were probably yeah. both home from college. We went to go see it, um, but yeah, no. A, a thing I really liked about Don't Breathe was, you know, it kind of left a lot of stuff up in the air, and it was like, oh, you'll just, you'll never know, and that's kind of what was cool about it. But yeah. then they went and made a sequel, so. <laughs>
1: This one is more or less, I don't know. It's not like that up in the air with things. It's just more like the characters, how they act, and like why they're doing what they're doing. Like you, don't yeah. It's really a little
0: ambiguous. It's yeah. Not there's like, no
1: like motives or anything. They
0: don't fucking bonk you over the head with constant exposition.
1: And like Ethan Hawke's character wears a mask the whole time, and you never know why he's wearing this fucking mask.
0: Oh fuck yeah! So it's yeah. not like oh it began when I was a child and my dad hit me. It's exactly. Just like, oh, he's wearing yeah. a mask because it fucking looks cool and it's a horror movie. Exactly. Hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Cool. I think it's worth <laughs> I, watching. It, yeah, no, I definitely think I can get down with it. I mean, you know, again, this is going to sound like another ad read, but it's not. I've got AMC stubs, so I might just go fucking see it for free. There you go, nice. I just I got to go fucking find time and actually I got to make sure I don't fill up my 3 movies just this weekend.
1: So, did you end up seeing The Sadness?
0: No, no. <laughs> not yet, no. Um I was going to watch it with someone and then um, plans kind of fell through. So I still haven't Ah. seen it. Um, There is a
1: fucking scene. (laughs) Dude, this movie is fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how much I love
0: hearing about movies where people are just like, dude, there's this one
1: fucking scene. (laughs) Let's just say there's barbed wire and wee. -wee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! as soon as he said barbed wire
0: and i was like what's the worst it could probably be and then i was like probably private parts
1: they fucking wrap barbed wire Uh, around a telephone pole uh, take a character's legs spread them and run them into it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no i think i think we might
0: have honestly talked about sadness last episode um did we? Oh, we might have. I think I, I think I might have recommended it to you. You
1: recommended like it to me. That's why That's why I watched it. Yeah, yeah that's okay, why I brought so. it up again. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: man, I gotta I gotta put that in my urgent watch list now because I still gotta go see it.
1: Yeah. Man, I cool.
0: recommended it to you and I didn't even
1: watch it. Yeah, you told me you were gonna watch it. <laughs> you fucking liar! <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, um. But yeah. So um, wait. Wait. So tomorrow is the first day of the Barnes and Noble sale. Another ad.
0: Oh, wait, is I, it tomorrow? I thought it was the f- fourth, the
1: third. Oh, I don't know. I think I've read on the criterion subreddit that it is tomorrow, but maybe oh, it's it not. is tomorrow. I've always read that or heard that it's like right when July starts. Maybe it's based on the store.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like the first Monday in July. Uh, and because monday's the fourth that would bring it to tuesday the fifth but yeah no regardless criterion the criterion sale is coming up um much to say there but we should save it for borrowing in episode oh
1: should we okay
0: okay yeah but yeah just know that the both of us are definitely going to barnes noble and picking up a couple things yeah
1: yeah yeah. i'm probably gonna get maybe four movies i think not too many fuck yeah
0: um but yeah so one more question to close it out um, upgrade, double feature. What would you pair it with?
1: Ooh, upgrade, I would pair with have you seen the movie Nobody? Uh, do you mean Mr. Nobody? No, Nobody. With... It came out in 2020, 2020, I think. 2021. It's an action thriller. I With
0: don't... the guy Better Call oh. Saul. Oh, yeah. I, I know. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, sorry. I was thinking about I was thinking about the complete opposite movie yes i know the movie you're talking about
1: dude this movie it's so good it's Mm -hmm. the writers of john wick great action movie it's amazing fuck yeah um it's got very similar fighting scenes i think they would pair very nicely together yeah i mean even just even just having
0: seen the trailer for uh fucking for nobody i I know exactly what (laughs) what you mean um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I did I did a whole fucking video essay a while ago about movies that remind me of the game Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of cyberpunk movies that I was turned on to from that game. Um, I would pair it... I mean, I think Ex Machina a good one. Um, it might not be as much of, like, an action movie, but it's kind of the same, like okay, you have like the unwilling protagonist and then you have like the crazy eccentric billionaire who kind of does his thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I see that. But honestly, I would probably pair it with this movie because um, it's not as known. It's called Strange Days. Um, and it came out in 1995. It was directed by Catherine Bigelow. Um, you know, she did Detroit. She did Zero Dark 30. She did uh, Point Break, um, Hurt Locker. Um, oh cool yeah so it, it you know really fucking great director yet still pretty unknown movie um and it's just kind of like a really cool
1: cyberpunk thriller oh god um, wait is it about the year 2000 killing like robots going crazy um it is set during
0: the new year's eve of 1999 but it's not about robots going crazy okay yeah so i think yeah i think my my choice just because it's not as well known would be strange days cool um and then as far as fucking um as far as pleasantville goes i would definitely say either blue velvet or american beauty or um far from heaven
1: nice yeah i think you could do that i'm gonna do purple rose of cairo i think oh yeah yeah exactly Think they would be kind of cool together, you know? Yeah, not <laughs> instead of Fat Albert, instead of Fat Albert, yeah. <laughs> I love Purple Rose of Cairo*. Like, people are just waiting for the movie to be back. They're like pissed in the audience watching. They're, like, <laughs> people really keep coming to the movie theater every day, and they're like, "Why is the movie still going? Because <laughs> it can't end until he goes back." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no that's a good fucking idea i'm surprised i didn't think about that man yeah that's a movie i should watch again cool man i'm gonna check out strange days hopefully eventually
0: yeah check out strange days um i'm definitely gonna have to see nobody um and i'm definitely i'm i think i'm gonna go see black phone um i'm always i'm always down for a good new horror movie that's trying something new so i i think you've sold me on
1: it successfully yeah the idea isn't that new but it's like creative how they're using the mechanic yeah you know you know I'll I'll take it I'll take what I can yeah
0: get. cool man alright man oh oh do you hear that hey it's
1: uh <laughs> it's cam coming in hot
0: coming in down the trenches thank you everybody for listening um welcome back to the Fox Den Film Club and we'll be back soon with another episode